Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're continuing our series on a garment sewing skill set for someone who's new to garment sewing. And this is in response to... A prompt that we got from an Instagram comment, Maple Stitch asked us, she said that she kind of doesn't know where to start to get started with garment sewing, and she's clearly a quilter from her feed, lots of cute quilt blocks on there. And so we talked last episode about cutting and how we love rotary cutters, how we use them, tips for rotary cutting. So if you haven't listened to that, that should be the previous episode. And today we're going to talk about patterns. Garment patterns, pattern envelopes, um, etc. So, Zidi, where should we start when talking to a new garment sewer about garment patterns? I just want to—I'm I'm, going to just say this first. It—it—it it, it works. Do it. When you get a tissue-type pattern, if you're cutting the pattern out with scissors, it will tell you to go ahead and not trim the pattern out, and you can cut through the um, tissue paper, okay, along with cutting out the pattern, and that's fine. If you're using a rotary cutter, you need to cut your pattern out first. Oh, oh, all the way out. Right. Yeah. But you can cut it. In fact, that was the one time with shears that was always nice is when you got to cut through the tissue paper and the fabric together with the scissors. It was always a much more correct way of doing it. Right. But uh, that that's just a hint. Just so so you know. Well, and you're holding a pattern from Quick Sew. I am. And those patterns are always multi-size patterns. Yes. So that's really cool. And that's where... Is anything not anymore? uh, I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You know, the the bad thing about patterns, uh, me talking about patterns now, is I don't... I draft all of my own patterns. Yeah, I'll try to chime in with <laughs> so if anything's different let me know oh yeah they don't they don't do that anymore mom okay. no we don't say that anymore mom no it's a it's a multi-size pattern and so i it, sometimes people really are resistant to this if you get a multi-size pattern that's extra small and it goes up to extra large so it's got right. xs s m l xl xl right. i'm really encourage people do not cut out Trace your pattern. That pattern. Trace it with some tracing paper. If you're the size large, trace the large. You never know when you might want to make a size extra large 
or a size medium. And I have seen people, quick sew patterns used to be printed on heavy paper that was easy to trace. I know, and I missed that. Yeah, so you do know a little bit about that update. Yeah, I, I do know that um, So, But I see people cut into this nice paper. Okay, well, let, 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 me, let me say something about that. You're always better off. Tracing your pattern. I and was gonna say you and can't change my mind. Mom. And there's a couple. <laughs> there's a cu- there's there's more than one reason. Yeah, there's lots of reasons. Go ahead and talk about. Okay, it. so yeah. so one reason is you always have the master pattern, and if you do make an alteration, you will make it on your copy. Yep. You've always got the master pattern. You can use the master pattern again, even if it's a one size pattern, whatever. Yeah. But you've always got that master pattern there. Also, um, things may change. Like your body, yeah, and you may go back to the master and and, and sort of undo some alterations or well, whatever. And so we're not going to talk about like fit a whole lot, but there is the virtue of being able to right. like blend from a small bust to a large hip. That's absolutely is that what you're going to say. Well, or, no, yeah, so, that okay. wasn't what I was going to say because I told you not to talk about that. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, what were you going to say? Wah, wah, wah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the well, the other thing that I like about tracing the pattern is you get to know it. Ah, mm. oh. <laughs> amen, amen. And I want you to really check it too. And I want, I, and I want, I want you to make sure you get all, you transfer all those marks that are on there. Don't leave them out. Did you just hear what ZD said? Transfer all, all the marks. marks. The other thing I want you to do is put the date on it that you uh, made it or, or copied it or what. Yep. Give yourself notations. I also give myself a notation that says who I made it for and maybe even out of what fabric. I've even been known to put a piece of the fabric in the envelope when I fold it back you up. You know what I think sometimes people leave off? The size. Right. Because they're like, right. okay, I'm following the size 14 line. I'm right. following the size 14 right. line. And then you're like, wait, I lost it. Oh, there's the size 14 right. line. And you, you're thinking about it so much as you trace right. that you don't end up writing it. On the and, the other th- and the other thing you need to write definitely is, is it 5 eighths inch? Or is it seam something allowance. else? Yeah, right. The What's allowance. the seam allowance? Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're a beginner, just look through the tracing paper and write down, get copy right over the letters. Right, right, right there on right, that right, right there. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I do when I'm when I'm drafting a paper, uh, a pattern, or when I'm I'm using a pattern. In fact, this just happened to me. Um, one time, I I will use a manufactured pattern. A lot of times, is when uh, I'm sewing for someone else or a child. Uh huh. Someone who I have not measured myself. So I did this just recently making a costume and I'd made a costume last year and then I and I I took the commercial pattern, traced it, and then I added the features I wanted to it. Yeah. You know. Put put you know, made a different hemline on the front and whatever, you know, put a belt across the back, this was a vest or whatever. Then this year, I, ab- I knew that the little boy that I sewed for last year was like the size of the little boy I had to sew for this year. And I took that pattern from last year, okay, traced it again, made it, you know, put the features on it. Like, but here's what I had on the pattern envelope. I had, you know, 2015 recital beast costume. So on that pattern envelope, 
along with all the information that comes with it, yeah. I have the year and what I made out of it already. And you can remember, oh, the Beast costume. Right. I remember what I did with the I know what that looks like, you know. Right. So you had a really good reference to that. Right. I know, you know, I knew the kid how old he was when I made right. it, that, that kind of thing. Uh, so anyway, I'm adding to the information that already comes on my on your pattern. Retail yeah. pattern, right? Yeah. My manufactured pattern. And most of the time, you know, it's going to have on on the front of it, it will have a picture, It'll either have a photograph or a drawing. I like, I kind of do like to see a photograph on the front um, instead of just a sketch. And most times now you'll see a photograph. You don't see sketches, I well, don't think, here, as let often me, as let you me, used to. Let me interject. Okay. I feel like what's really popular nowadays uh-huh. are these line drawings they look like computer renderings oh, of yeah. the garment so it doesn't look sketchy or like fashion illustration oh i know what you're talking about yeah which i think you know i think they all have their value right. their, their their value i kind of am liking this more modern like depiction on like the grain line studios morris blazer or on the thread theory like pants and you can si- kind of see the lines that the the designer was hoping to achieve right but with uh, this right you but know? what i was just gonna say is yeah. then when you turn to the back you will see the line drawing a lot yeah yeah that's true that's true so, but so, it, so, oh, and you'll see the back of the garment yeah it's sort of cool it's sort of cool that um i i guess people are kind of like slimming down this minimalistic kind of right you know look not not every designer but so, let's talk so, about the back of the envelope well, right but, so on the front you're gonna get some sort of visual uh-huh. of what the creator wanted it to look like or thought it was going to look, or their interpretation of the pattern. Yep. You know, and maybe the fabrics that it was sewn from or whatever. On the back, you'll usually see a description of what the pattern is. Is it a dress? Is it pants? Um, ZD and I are both holding patterns. Right. Hers is actually, yours is way more recent than mine. Does this have a date on it? No, Two, does it have a price tag? It says 2005. Oh. Then that's when I bought it. Okay, yeah. That was bu- Hillary was pregnant in two thousand and five. Probably. Yeah, and uh, it says Mrs. Maternity dress, semi fitted, a line or slightly fared, flared wrap dress, below mid knee or below mid calf or lower calf, has self lined or lined bodice, raised waist, and a button or tie end closure. Blah 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 blah. It tells me what notions I need. It gives me fabric recommendations. Right. It should say have fabric yep. recommendations, and you should also somewhere. Have body measurements, and I, I th- on mine is on the back of the envelope. I think on yours it's on the tab in the that it's folded in. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> sorry. Are you looking at maternity? What? It's written in French too. Yeah. And Mrs. Maternity dress translated into French is robe pour la grossesse, which basically means like like fat lady, big fat, big fat robe. <laughs> That's what it means. Big fat dress. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, mine mine has the so, the the body measurements on the tab on the yeah, flap on uh-huh, the envelope flap. But also, um, and and then it has fabric requirements on the back. Of it, the will, it will tell you yardage. Yeah. Yes. Now yardage notions and suggest so types of fabric. Here's here's something. If maybe you're coming from like the quilting world of you know cut out ninety two triangles like we you know like to jab a little bit of good natured fun at, you have picked. I want to make this size pillow. Or I want to make this size bedspread. And now we get into the very sensitive issue of talking about. 
dress size, you know, and pattern sizing is different per company. And you'll probably wear a bigger size in a sewing pattern than you would in ready to wear. Right. So if you're like an eight and ready to wear, you might be like a 12 oh, no. or like 16 or, like a or yeah. 42 uh, right yeah, because so. i can wear a size four dress manufactured uh-huh. and when i go to the pattern company if i go by my bus size which yeah. i don't right but if i did the rule is your biggest measurement so to speak it, so a four manufactured i would get a 14 in a pattern yeah. which yeah. means that the whole but and, it's and, just a different system. And, and, we're, and we're going into fitting there. We're going to have to do that sure. later. And, and we will do that later. But just so you know, don't be afraid. And we we, we recommended um, it, Mabel Stitch asked. She said pattern suggestions. Last time we recommended like a PJ pant or right. a very like relaxed fit set of slacks. And I would say would be, a tunic type top. Th- I think those are good places right. to start right. in terms of sizes. And so just... Don't even, like, let yourself be shocked by the size that the pattern tells you to make. It is simply a number. Make up a fake word in your mind, if you wish. And like, like, my I, beautiful size. Yeah, like or like, oh, I need to cut out the pineapple size. Or so, you know, I mean, just don't even... Don't even worry about it. I have, and if you're feeling like a potato, don't think about don't it. Don't call it. Oh, yeah. Maybe call Yeah, call it. Oh, this uh, Tyra Banks size. You know, or something like that. But don't don't worry about it. You know, we're going to we'll, – we'll talk a little bit about, you know, the measurements and everything. But don't worry about the number. And that has been a big challenge in my jeans class. People are like, what? You know, I wear a 12. I'm normally a, a 6. Like, it, And I think it's more like they think – you know what I think? It, they think it's not going to fit them. Right. Because they're like, wait well, a it's second. Just screwy. You know? yeah, right. It's, it's, it's just screwy. Well, is a good word. And, you know, if anybody will think about it, when you buy manufactured clothes, if if I go into my closet right now, I have a lot of, say, T-shirt, T-shirt type shirts that I have purchased and not right. made. And they go from small to large. Right. And they all, and but they fit the they same. They fit you, yeah. Right, they fit right. the same they body. They fit me. And it has to do with the manufacturer. It has to do with the cut. It has to do with my body. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it has to do with the fabric. So, it, you know, we're going to worry about getting it to fit you later. Yeah, that's get, what we're going to worry yeah, about. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going to worry about. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You want to, um, you do, also coming from quilting, maybe to garment sewing, maybe some of these fabrics look a little odd right. to you. Well, I oh. guess, yeah, the you other know? thing, I mean, sticking with what, the pattern envelope. Uh-huh. And when you, so here's the deal. You go, you go to buy a pattern. 
you, you can order one online. Um, or you, I would even suggest someone that's new go to some place, you know, that has pattern books so you can flip through and look at the patterns. And they give some information there also. And the other thing is you can touch the pattern. You can go to the pattern drawer. You go to the company's drawer. There's a number of the pattern. You look it up. You take it out. You look at the envelope like we are. It gives you all of this information. The other thing is many of them are coded, you know, for novice, uh, medium level difficulty, whatever, or complex. Mm-hmm. They, the, many of the pattern companies have a coding system. I'm trying to see if it's on here at all. I don't see anything. Well, and I will say that this might be a place where there is kind of a new behavior coming up, a really new behavior coming up in sewing. And that is where people are in their homes printing off patterns at home and that I would I don't have a statistic on this but I know that that is a super popular way and you know what what can be nice about this but you're jumping the gun because we're talking about starting to sew well no people do this okay people do this when okay, they are but, starting all to right, sew but I have, you didn't let me finish my suggestion well, so go ahead <laughs> okay because this is my I didn't say you were going to buy this pattern right, or anything right. I just said you're going to go there because you can have one in your hand mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. So you get information on the pattern and everything. But the other thing, inside the pattern envelope, besides the pattern, you will find an instruction sheet. Right. You can open up the pattern and look in the instruction sheet in the store. Now, don't you can't open up and unfold the pattern pieces, but you can unfold and look and see if you can follow it at all or if it does look too complex or whatever. This is why I'm talking about getting familiar. Now we can go to what you were talking about. If okay. you feel comfortable with that or, well, or whatever. I, I'll, I'll finish what I was okay. saying about PDF patterns. So a lot of times when these designers release those PDF patterns, they've already done sew-alongs on their blogs. So you can actually look First. at their blogs and see the steps. And you can be like, whoa, I'm not supposed to be putting in a fly zipper yet on jeans. I need to make this. And it, what these sew-alongs are... They are ways for the designers to promote their patterns. And there are also websites like PatternReview.com that have reviews from people. And they'll say things like, this was tight around the arms, or this this right. is an easy, this is a good pattern for me, I'm a beginner, you know, or something like that. And so I would say that, you know, you can use the resource of that store, you know, to see that, that instruction sheet. And you can use the resource of the internet, you know, or both, you know, uh, you know, to see see what would work for you. But I think Mom's right. Getting a preview of that construction technique is really important. Well, and the thing is, is that not all patterns are equal in their instruction. That's right. I like the independent pattern person. I like that whole idea. Um. The only thing is there's an inconsistency with who has a good pattern and who has good uh, instructions. Do you remember me teaching you to sew your very first T-shirt from a pattern? Yeah. And do you remember what happened? Yeah, I don't think it worked. You you Mm -hmm. said, here's my neckband, and I said, that's impossible. Right. And we went... And I looked at the pattern piece because I had picked out a fairly straight 
forward pattern. And and I was instructing her and someone else in our store because this was a project we planned. And the neck the neck binding was absolutely incorrect. Wrong. It would have never fit. So if you were a and of course they're all they're going, How do I make this fit? And I'm like, Well you won't. Right. It's wrong. <laughs> this will not work. You know, I thought maybe they were supposed to have like tripled it or something because um there was no way that this pattern piece worked. I don't know where the mistake was, if someone printed it wrong or you know, or what happened. But so if you're a beginning sewer, that could lead to frustration. And was that like an independent Pattern. It was. Okay. I can well, remember exactly who it just, was, too. I, this, is, this is a different era, though, too. And here's where this comes in handy. A lot of these independent pattern designers, they... You can talk to them or email no, them or no, what? No, hold on. Yeah. Okay. They've got people reviewing those patterns right away. And somebody will be like, well, I... And the people are mean. <laughs> they're like, right. I did not like this. Or they're like, right. there was too much ease in the sleeve. Right. Like, almost instantaneously. So this is a little new era in That's the right. independent pattern designing, too. And also, I've been I've been on the end of this where they, they use testers. I know probably every pattern company uses testers in some form or another right you know but almost with the advent of the internet and the distribution of these patterns it's kind of cool to see that these people know that if they flub up they're gonna get called gonna out be for it yeah, yeah the, and, and, and people make mistakes everybody right, makes mistakes right, right. you know but they know that if something's up that that you know kind of like instagram influencer who tried out that new pattern is going to be like wasn't that great you right. know because people also go to that person to get good pattern reviews well so. and and, yeah. and with the example i gave is try, trying to teach you that pattern you know i think it was about 11 o'clock at night when we figured out that the, you know something wasn't but working sure. and that person wasn't on the internet and there wasn't a review and yeah. there wasn't a resource to go to where if there had been, we may have been able to go and see if there were comments. Hey, this piece isn't right. Yep. Hey, this piece yep. doesn't fit. Or I could have emailed her and said, "I believe I found a major, a problem. you know, error in your your printed pattern." Yes. So, um, like I said, I think I think uh, that that person who's starting needs to pick something simple. I agree and I think that I, those those like loose fitting slacks right. or like a tunic top is a, is a good place to start. Uh I think the other thing is what is the book that that we were using? The Magic Pattern the Book. The Magic Pattern Book. What I liked about that book is their terminology and they had a glossary in mm -hmm. it. So I knew what a facing was. Right. Uh you could you can look up bias binding. You yep. th those things you can look up. Yeah, and the other thing you need to learn how to do, besides the terminology, because the terminology is also going to let you read the instruction, is not only do you transfer those marks onto your new pattern piece, but they've got to be transferred onto the garment that you are, onto the fabric you are cutting. Yeah, so there's like a little bit of translation happening here. Right. When you look at that pattern, like Mom said, tracing the pattern really helps you get to know it. Right. And I run into this on the ginger jeans. There's this this marking for easing that's on the knee, and it's also on the length and shortened line for the pants. And a lot of people miss that. They miss it. And and um, it's really it's really important. And you know, Becca missed it, and she googled. You know, ginger right. jeans, twisty leg, and a bunch of people were like, I didn't ease, so I got the twisted. Right. She's like, oh, that's what I did wrong. And that right. was kind of cool. But, you know, just from from that, from tracing that so many times, 
I've got that in in my brain, you know, that that's a part of it. And so then transferring that to the pattern is really good. And we've got a pretty good video on transferring markings. We do. To um, your fabric from a pattern, like at least a dart, you know, or it can work for lots of things. Works for anything, sure. Um, And that actually recently somebody kind of tagged us on Instagram was like, that's a great idea. And it's it's an old technique, but... Do you want to talk about marking things from the pattern at all? Yeah, I want to talk yeah. about those notches. Okay. Has anyone ever looked inside their couture garment that is made <laughs> by Armani or in Coco Chanel's uh, workshop or whatever and seen notches? No. No. <laughs> you don't see notches. They don't use notches. We don't use notches. We don't want our garment to look like it was cut out on the kitchen table, okay? So what what you do, you can make a mark. Yeah. If you want, just a little hash mark on your pattern. Or the other thing you can do is make like a quarter-inch snip yep. in the pattern. That's what I do. I usually make a mark. Mom's a snipper or, yeah, I'm, I'm a big yeah. marker. Huh, and I like, to, I like to instruct people to mark who are new mm-hmm. because – Sometimes I've told people to snip, and then they cut mm-hmm. way too far in. Mm-hmm. But the snips don't go away as Mm-mm. fast as those notches do. But right. another really cool tip, and I think we've shared this on the podcast before, is if you ever cut anything out that is like a symmetrical pattern piece that's on the fold, oh. to take a very tiny notch out of like the top and bottom center. Yeah, and you'll, I, you'll always know your center. And I was explaining this to somebody. I was like, don't take a big V out. I was like, right. turn your rotary cutter to the side and pretend like you're cutting off like two threads. Right. And they're like, oh, well, how will I see that? And I unfold the pattern piece, and I'm like, look at how evident that is. Right. You know, you, you take off so little while it's folded up, but then when you unfold the piece, it is super clear, oh, that's the center top of my sleeve right. or my waistband or whatever, you know. And – you may not use that marking. Right. But if you're in a habit of putting it there, you'll always know where you are in your sewing. And I've done that for eons, and it's one of the best things I ever started doing. Yeah. You know, well, then you just always. Right. So it. we're not going to leave big notches out yep. on our patterns. We're mm-hmm. going to mark it with um, a marking pen, or we're going to, like Mallory says, if you're a novice, marking, you know, a marker is the best thing to use. A tailored chalk, whatever, a chalk wheel, whatever. Um, but I might make a little slit. It, it, it's just going to depend. Well, so I think that kind of brings us to the conclusion of choose a pattern that looks doable for you. Take a look at the sizing chart and your measurements, and I think maybe the next the next episode should be measuring yourself. I was going to say, we have to talk about measuring yeah, we'll you talk next. about measuring yourself next, and, uh, and then we will So know, we want to come with the best-fitting bra when we do that next time. That's right. Wear your best-fitting bra next Friday, and we will talk about <laughs> how to measure yourself for and sizing. And all of you walkers, you cannot wear, who are listening to the podcast while you're walking, you cannot wear the sports bra. Don't, you have to uh, wear a real bra. Unless you wear a sports bra all the time. Well, that's uh, okay, true. Okay, just wear, that's wear, true. wear, that's wear true. a nice bra, okay? Yeah. Um, so look forward to the next episode in our series on skills for garment sewing. And thanks for listening. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. 
For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, wow. 